Okay, it's time for a little bit of tough love. We're gonna talk about abundance-based thinking and how the absence of that is driving some pretty scary, to be honest, behaviors in our communities at the moment. So I want to acknowledge, let's call it what it is. I want to ignore, acknowledge the stockpiling situation, the shredding of any sense of um, sharing within our communities in a small sector of our community. So a small number of people are making life very difficult for the vast majority of people when it comes to getting our hands on the things we need to go on with our day-to-day -day lives during this really difficult time. Now, I'm not pointing fingers, not laying blame, just stating the facts. A small number of people making life difficult for everybody else. Now, why is it in Australia here we have two key, um, the larger chain supermarket chains are Coles and Woolworths. In the media recently, I think only yesterday, the head of Woolworths was saying it's not a supply issue. The supermarkets are not empty because of a supply issue, the supermarkets are empty because of the behaviours of consumers, some consumers. What's that got to do with mindset and what's it got to do with your business? Okay, let's think about mindset for a little minute. We are seeing a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, a lot of worry, a lot of stress in the community at the moment. Now, one element of that has been driven by and exacerbated by and become a self-fulfilling prophecy with regards the hoarding situation or the, the stockpiling situation. So when people stockpile a bunch of stuff and create emptiness in the supermarkets, you know, strip all the shelves, everything's gone, and the media reports all of that, it triggers fear in the rest of the community that they're not gonna be able to get their hands on the things that they want, not gonna be able to get enough. So when we talk about mindset, we're talking about an abundance-based mindset, um, if we could rewind time, and if we could instill confidence in our communities that there is actually enough to go around which is what the Woolworths guy was trying to do right he was trying to encourage people to understand that there is actually enough in Australia at least there is enough to go around the problem is people are behaving from a scarcity based some people are behaving from a scarcity driven perspective so what that translates into is the fear that there is not enough to go around is driving the behaviors of some people to take more than they need because they're scared that it will all disappear permanently so my understanding is the supermarkets are struggling to keep shelves stocked because people are swamping the staff and swamping the deliveries and swamping, you know, they're figuring out what time deliveries are made and so then they're, you know, doing all the things. So if we could unwind all of this, if we could go back in time and say, what if we could just inject a little bit of abundance-based thinking into everybody's brains? How might things have played out a little bit differently? Things might have played out a little bit differently in the sense that there might be a little less panic in the community about provisions. So if we can assume 
that there is enough to go around. If we can assume that the supermarket bosses are saying there's nothing wrong with our supply chain, here in Australia I'm talking about right now, I can't comment on other parts of the world, but here in Australia, if we can assume that they're telling us the truth when they say there is enough to go around, if we can accept that and inject a little dose of calmness to that and slow ourselves down a little bit because we're coming from a place of abundance rather than scarcity. Abundance means that we just believe there is enough, that there's enough to go around. So scarcity is the opposite of that, that if I get some or if you get some, there's less for me. Now, the reality on the supermarket shelf is if you get six rolls of toilet paper, there's none left for me or my nana or you know the bloke up the road. That's the reality. But that result has eventuated because of people's fears, not because of an actual scarcity of products. They're just not able to keep them up to the shelves, is my understanding. So when we look at behavior, now, now I'm gonna just jump a little bit because what I'm also hearing is people are saying to me on a regular basis, you know what, I'm not scared of coronavirus, I'm scared of people's behaviors in the community. So people are sort of understanding, I think, that the virus is, is deadly for some members, some at-risk members of our community. Let's not mess around with that. It is, you know, devastating. But for the bulk of people, it won't be. And I think that message has started to, you know, be acknowledged in the community. And I think that that's a really healthy thing that most of us are starting to accept. And acceptance is a really powerful concept. So most of us are starting to accept that we may contract coronavirus if, if you know, infection rates pick up. We may contract the virus we, most of us are unlikely to have a really rough time with it. Most of us are unlikely to die based on you know, the World Health Organization and health department data that we're seeing. Most people are accepting that. You know, most people are accepting that the risk of infection is higher than the risk of, of um, you know, dying as a result. But what's not being accepted is this notion that there's enough to go around. So, I want you to sort of think about that. I want you to think about what does that, how does that play out on a broader scale? How does that play out in your own plans around how you're gonna get through this time? Um, I'm talking about an abundance mindset, Igor, not an abundance of toilet paper, <laughs> okay? There is a lack of toilet paper because people stuck in a scarcity-based mindset have been fear-driven in their behaviors and grabbed all of the toilet paper so nobody else can get any. Um, if we could inject some calm and some rational behaviors in the supermarket environment, we might not see a scarcity of toilet paper because you know they're assuring us the supply is actually there. They just can't keep it on the shelves because people are panicking. Okay, so let's think about mindset in terms of what's going on with your business and what you're going to do now because you know where many of us are uh, working from home uh, if we have the capacity to do so many are forced to be at home regardless of their working situation for quarantine reasons for self-isolation reasons for uh, you know because of recent travel or living in a community where there is a lockdown so i know there are you know there are lockdowns in various parts of the world at the moment as we've seen on the media 
So people are looking at how all of this starting to unfold here in Melbourne. We've had, uh, you know, we've had a state of emergency declared, which means that there are enforcement rules that can be actioned for people breaking the rules around self-isolation that we have in place at the moment. Uh, and those rules are changing. It's a moving, it's a moving landscape. So those rules keep changing. What's really important is that we think about catching ourselves making decisions based on fear. Now, fear can inspire us, you know, risk and threat, that's, you know, one of our core survival instincts is, is our fight or flight reaction, right? It's what motivates us to get out of the way of danger. It's what motivates us to see something going on in our environment and react self-protectively. That's a really natural instinct. When it comes to your business, let's think about what needs to happen urgently and what needs to happen strategically. The strategic element doesn't go away just because we're in the middle of a crisis right now. Yes, we have to be fleet-footed and I'm going to keep talking about that. We have to be creative, we have to be fleet-footed, we have to be able to think on our feet. Um, I think the bit that we can't forget, and I talked about this the other day, is, um, <coughs> sorry, the bit that we can't forget is there'll be an after. So while we're focused on the during, you know, we, we're sort of worried about what's going on right now. We're worried about what's in the news today. We're worried about when the next announcement is going to be made. We're worried about whether or not we're going to be locked down. That's all the present fear that we've got. We can't forget that there will be an after this. We don't know how long it's going to take us to get to the after, but there'll be an after. And so if we can inject now some abundance-based thinking to influence our strategic thinking we can think about there are enough people to support my business to want my services to be flexible enough to accept those services online or those products home delivered or purchased online an abundance-based mindset gives us a little bit of of calm it actually says okay look if I get creative, if I pivot my business in a new way, if I do things completely differently, it's my job to let people know that that service exists because there are enough people out there who'd be willing to take it. So this morning I signed up for a subscription coffee delivery service. I never knew such a thing existed until this morning. It's like, oh my goodness, how fantastic. Um, and so, you know, I, I will get coffee beans delivered to me every fortnight. Now, there are bound to be other businesses and other services out there. Why don't I know about them? Why haven't I heard about them? Why haven't I heard about the services that are saying, you know what, we're going to hand select a survival package for you and deliver it to your home. Here's how you buy it. You guys, you know, this is the time to get supportive and uh, of your community. Look at what you offer in your service or in your business and, and put that out there for the community to find, to buy, to, to be grateful that you're offering it to them. I was so grateful when I found this coffee delivery service. Like, oh my goodness, that's just one less thing I need to worry about. Because I tell you what, I can do without toilet paper. I've got two showers in this apartment. I'm never going to be, you know, so unclean that I need to worry too much if we run out of toilet paper. I can't promise that I'll cope if I run out of coffee. Okay. So that's one less thing I have to worry about. I think that I think that really our businesses have the opportunities 
to see what's going on around us and to, to draw inspiration from the ideas we've had bubbling away anyway and say we might as well do it because now's the time. Now's the time when you will have time to develop your new idea. You'll have time to play with it and see what comes. You'll have time to create content for social media to get your brand, get your message, get the awareness of what you're doing out there to your community. Now, the flip side or the dark side, the dark underbelly to that is those people who are taking advantage in the wrong way of what's going on at the moment. So when we look at hand sanitizer and toilet paper and soap and pasta and things like that being sold at exorbitant prices online. That's called profiteering. And uh, it's not a word we've really heard used an awful lot in recent years. It's a word that always brings to my mind wartime. Uh, you know, profiteering is actually, it's certainly in Australia, as far as I understand, you know, there's, there's laws that protect people <laughs> against or, or there are laws that are intended to stop people from profiteering. So those people who are stockpiling toilet paper because they see an opportunity to sell it at an inflated price online, stop it. Just don't do that. Just don't go there. Just be a decent human being. Think of my 90-year-old grandmothers, both of whom who have survived all sorts of crap don't ask them to go to the supermarket at eight o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning so that they can feel safe to get their toilet paper. Stop being an asshole. There's my message to those of you who are doing the wrong thing. Those of you who are acting purely because you're scared and you're worried, I completely understand that. I get it. I really do get it. I get the impulse to, I understand that impulse to do something that seems protective. What I don't understand is people who can see elderly people struggling to get what they need and are doing the wrong thing regardless. I don't understand it. As a psychologist, I get it, but as a fellow human being and a fellow participant in this crisis, a fellow member of this community, I want you to just stop what you're doing, have a think, have a think. So when we look at opportunity to do things positively. We can look at other things I can do to help others. So at the moment, you know, I'm doing things, little things here and there where I can. Rather than going to a supermarket, I will support my local small green grocer. Rather than, uh, you know, buying something from a major chain, I'll find a friend who's got a business and I'll, and I'll support her business to buy gifts for people. So, you know, looking at the small businesses around us, looking at the coffee stores, the, the restaurants, the cafes, they're all having to make decisions now about whether or not they stay open if there are ways we can support them if we can let them know that if you go guys if you go to a takeaway only option I'll be there I'll support you or if you go to a delivery only option I'm putting my hand up for that <laughs> totally so think about what you can do to support your community also think about what you can do to let your community know stuff now it might be letting them know of services that you are still able to offer online. It might be letting your community know of products that you are still able to provide to them via your online store that you're right this next five minutes gonna quickly put together. Okay, you're gonna take advantage of the opportunity to do things slightly differently to help your community find what they need 
and to help you stay afloat in this period of uncertainty. We all need to do what we can to support one another, absolutely, but we are not all one person charities. We need to do what we can to keep our businesses afloat and that's gonna take a lot of creative thinking without taking advantage of people. Take advantage of opportunity, don't take advantage of people. So um, I was watching a video this morning, a very brief little video that Gary Vaynerchuk put out a couple of days ago and, um, and he was calling out the people who are flipping um, necessary items or essential items, you know, selling them online for inflated prices. Um, and he, he came up with this lovely line at the end of his video which said, you know, how you make your money is far more important than the actually amount of money that you make. And so I want us all to be thinking about that. I want us to think about the after. I want us to think about how proud we are of the ingenuity that we were able to find, the creativity that we were able to draw upon, the time we spent crafting our message and getting that message. I don't want perfection, I want you to do the thing, not worry about it being perfect. I want you to get out there, talk to your community. Let them know what you're doing and what you can offer. It might be that you're a hairdresser and you've decided you're gonna to have to close your doors and you might decide instead to run some online classes teaching people to cut their own hair while they're in lockdown. Like there are ways that you can get creative and still have a business. There are ways that you can get creative and still help people to feel connected, to feel inspired and to get their own needs met. I'm so grateful to Market Lane Coffee, there you go, plug. I have no affiliation, just like them, I like their coffee, to discover that they had an online and home delivered service with their coffee. That meets a need that I have. That's not them taking advantage of me, that's them being smart. They probably already, I'm sure, they already had that service available. We will see more of this. We will see more businesses offering things online. We will see more faces appearing online talking to you like I do. We're gonna see more and more of that. Be part of it, be part of it. And don't worry about being perfect. Just get your message out to us. Let, you, let us know what you're doing. I challenge you, go live, do a live stream. As soon as I've finished yaffling at you, do a live stream and let your community know what it is that you're offering or what it is. And you're not selling, you're not being salesy and gross. You're letting people know what's available for them to consider. If you're running an acting school and you've and you've had to had to convert everything to online classes then surely there's no limit to how many participants you have so get the message out there you'll have some people drop off for sure but you'll have new people who are keen to take that on so let people know let people know okay um, I think for now what I want you to be thinking about is dignity Dignity is a huge one of my values. Even when people have said, oh Tess, you're being so narcissistic by being on social media all the time, that doesn't bother me. I'm being, my, my approach is to think about the compassion that we need as a society, to think about the education that maybe I can offer, the motivation and the ideas that I can share, but being a decent human being. So I want you to think about dignity. I want you to think about being calm. I want you to think about slowing down and not being so driven by fear and panic that you behave in a way or that we are tempted to behave in a way that is less than dignified. We will all get through this if we slow down, if we just slow down and take advantage of the opportunity to get creative, 
to use our ingenuity to move forward um, to the after this period of time and to then look back with pride at what we've been able to achieve, what we've been able to survive and the incredible ideas and courage that we've been able to demonstrate through this time. I know it takes courage to put yourself out there, so I know it's a big challenge when I ask you to do it, but please, let us all know what service, what product that you can offer that might be helping us out, especially during this period of time. State your price. Some of us will be more than willing to pay it, others won't, doesn't matter. Don't be gross, don't be a dick, don't be over salesy, don't, don't, don't be taking advantage of people but do take advantage of the opportunity to let us know that you're there. And uh, if your thing is something we need, we'll back you. Okay, have a great day.